When your awareness gets raised, you start to see different parts of your identity. Mm-hmm. And when you start setting goals, you see where those parts of I- your identity don't connect. And so the first thing to understand about identity is it's moldable. It's changeable. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up in your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. No matter where you are now or where you've been, there is a next level. We bring you five episodes a week, four of which are solo episodes with Kevin and I, and one world-class guest to help you get there. This podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor, David Meltzer, of The Playbook Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Alan is jeffing the microphone, as always. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 598, The Power of Choice, our live weekly meetup Monday in Next Level Nation. Today, for episode number 599, oh my goodness, Mm -hmm. the episode's just flying by, dealing with identity issues. I pronounce that word so identity. It's strong. It's very strong enunciation. I appreciate that so very much. So we used to be the hyper-conscious podcast. Mm -hmm. When we were the hyper-conscious podcast, we were focused on, and we're still focused on the same thing, helping you raise your awareness. Mm -hmm. But one thing that a lot of people don't talk about, and Kerry Ford actually talked about this, the, the pain in evolution, the pain in letting go of an identity that you used to have or you think you must be. Mm-hmm. As your awareness raises, as you get to the next level, you start to have these weird identity issues of who am I? Right. Who is everybody else? Mm-hmm. What is this new input? Why am I seeing things the way that I'm seeing things? And what does this mean? What does this mean? Definitely. What did that mean? Mm-hmm. right? What is happening next? There's so many ways we can go. But Alan and I have had a lot of these, particularly lately, because we're very focused on leveling up in everything, mm-hmm. business, relationships, impact, coaching. So we've had a lot of these, and I don't think it's something that people talk about that often. So we figured we'd jump on here and, number one, let you guys know that you're not alone. We've seen this on the team quite often, mm-hmm. because they're leveling up at a very, very high level or quickly, and we appreciate you guys so much. But we want to want you guys to know that you're not alone when it comes to this, and we figured... What better way than for us to talk about it? It's par for the course. It's to be expected. Yes. Does anyone know what I'm talking about when I say par for the course? Uh, yeah, it's golf. Okay. Yeah, yeah, golf yeah, yeah. analogy. Okay. Exam- so Example analogy. I've never really understood what an analogy is. So. <laughs> you just use it I for I guess maybe by 600. Maybe by next episode, I'll know. Yeah, we'll have an identity issue about it. So, <laughs> I'm just joking. Burned them. I'm just joking. No, no. All right. So, there's a couple things here. When you raise your awareness of yourself or of the world, you then have to refigure out where you fit within it. So uh, we're reading a book right now in the book club called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Shameless plug. Yep. (laughs) And he talks about your paradigms. There's two main paradigms that affect who you are. There's how you see yourself. And there's how you see the world. And when one of those changes... It's a mirror. And so, like, for example, um, let's say I had an experience where I now look at myself differently. Uh, I'll give an example about this. So, I remember, uh, this is a, a story that I don't talk about often, but I, it was Halloween, and when I worked at Cognex, they had big Halloween parties. And we all dressed up, 
as I was Axl Rose. We were, um, what's the band? Yeah. Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses, yeah, yeah. We were Guns N' Roses, um, my team. And we actually won best team costume, which was awesome. We all had a blast. We, we partied all day, all night, had a lot of fun. Later that evening, we went to an after party at one of my fraternity brother's apartments in Boston. And uh, Cognix was in Framingham, so we had to get there and all that stuff. I ended up um, accidentally calling one of my female friends there, Sweetie, and my girlfriend at the time got upset with that, and we got in like a tiff, tiff. right? And I was not exactly in a resourceful state. And we ended up being unkind to one another, and the next day I was super, super hungover, and I, I was embarrassed about the way that I behaved in that tiff. Okay, because it was somewhat public a little bit, right, at the party. <clears throat> and I realized that morning that I had done a lot of what's been done to me in the past. Um, when someone would get would drink too much, they'd be really unkind to me, and I would never understand why, mm. because they were so kind to me normally, right? And I realized that I did that to my girlfriend, and it made me, it shifted the way I view myself, and I realized, oh, I'm running that same pattern I want to stop that. And that was one of the critical moments for me where I decided in advance to not be that way ever again. Huge shift. This is, this is probably six months after my car accident. And that was the beginning of me really stopping drinking mm. um, is the pain of that being unkind to Courtney at the time. So the reason why I'm telling everyone this is because that shifted my identity. I had a new awareness of self of, oh, I don't have to be that way. I'm just running that same pattern of what was done to me. And I have decided to change. So now I've decided in advance to change who I am, who I aspire to be. And it also got me to realize that a lot of other people are doing that same thing. So like if you're out there listening right now and you're, you grew up in a household that, that never, ever, ever raised their voice, you probably never raised your voice. If you grew up in a household that raised their voice often, you probably raise your voice often. Mm -hmm. Often, And until you have this new awareness of self that that's not you, that's just your conditioning, you probably won't have the ability, the awareness to choose in advance who you aspire to be. Here's the problem. Like Kevin mentioned opening this episode, the awareness was only the first step. Mm -hmm. Now it's deciding to change is the first step. Awareness of self, then deciding to change, first step. Now, how do I actually do it? Now I actually actually have to quit drinking or, or figure out how to do this. And that's where the fail forward comes in. And that's where the identity issues start to really happen because it's like, okay, well, now I'm aware of self. Now I'm trying to make these changes. But now I see the world differently. And now I see everybody else within the world differently. And now where I fit is different. And now all of a sudden, all my old friends who I used to drink with, now all of a sudden they're they're an influence that's not bringing me more towards alignment of who I've decided in advance to be. And again, you're understanding right now, if you're listening, the complexity of these identity issues. And Kevin and I have been going through a mini version of that basically every other week or every week for yeah. the last five or six years of doing this podcast, five years. Yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. Another one that, so that's, I feel like that's kind of, I think there's a couple. One's like a lack, like I'm, my identity is I'm not good enough to achieve something. Mm. I'm not saying that's mine, but that's usually it is mine, but that's a lot of people's. But another one that is very interesting, and you might not guess this about yourself if you're watching or listening, but somebody from group coaching messaged me and we were chatting the other day. 
and she said, I'm struggling to do the things that I know I should be doing. Like I'm not tracking, I'm not, I'm avoiding the group because, you know, I know I have to get back to some messages, but I just, I don't know, something inside me won't let me do it. And I said, well, let's dig. Like, what is it? I said, are you afraid of judgment? Are you afraid of failure? Like, what are you afraid of? Like, what's your fear here? And she said, honestly, part of me wants to say I'm afraid of failing at everything and everything I'm trying to do. But the intuitive part of me thinks I'm afraid of success. Right. And if I actually do these things, I'll outgrow the people that aren't doing them. Right. And it was like, that's it. That's, that's your it. thing right there. So That was my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's been a lot of people's things. I've seen that way more since you and I have discovered that about you. And now it's, it's a lot easier to spot at least. But if you're out there right now, you have an identity that has gotten, to you, gotten you to where you are today. Right. Part of that identity, well, I won't say you have to change it, Maybe not. Maybe you don't have to change part of that identity. But like Alan said, when your awareness gets raised, you start to see different parts of your identity. Mm-hmm. And when you start setting goals, you see where those parts of your identity don't connect. Exactly. And they're not aligned with the goal. I'm the guy who's afraid of the planes and afraid of traveling. And like, good luck being a international speaker. International speaker. Like, right. that doesn't add up. So something in that identity has to shift. You either have to change your goal or change your identity. Yeah. yeah. And I was always, I was always the... How do I want to frame it? I don't want to say dumb kid, but I was never smart. I was never an intelligent person. I never felt that way. That was my identity. Mm-hmm. My identity was I was the funny guy, right? Like you'll notice if you listen to this, or you watch this, I'm the one who cracks jokes more often than not <laughs> when we're with guests or when it's Alan and I or on the meetup, whatever. But I love doing that. Occasionally I'll have a humdinger. <laughs> <laughs> but understand that came, that part of my identity came from pain. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. That came from pain. That's how I avoid rejection. When you and I have hard conversations, I smile. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, yeah, this is what I do. <laughs> I, I remember doing that in school. Like, when I would get in trouble, I would get in more trouble because I'd laugh. You know what I mean? Like, they'd right. be yelling at me. I'd be like, oh, no, I'm going to laugh. So, but that's part of my identity. Interesting. Question one, how well do you know your identity? Question two, how well do you know what it's serving and what it's hurting? Mm-hmm. Question three, and this is this is the hard one. What parts of your identity are you going to have to shift, mold, change, get rid of, adopt in order to get the goals that you actually want? Mm-hmm. It's, it can be very painful. And this is why it's so important to have a community around you. Again, if you listen to Alan and I, number one, we love you. We don't have fans. We have family. But number two, you're listening to us for one reason more, more than likely. Well, two, maybe you love our, our voices. <laughs> you know what I mean? These buttery voices. Or oh, yeah. you feel that we can see around the corner. That's what a mentor, that's what a coach, that's what somebody who can help you get to the next level can do. They see around the corner. Mm -hmm. I know what it's like to have an identity issue almost every week. You know what it's like. The team knows what it's like. Mm -hmm. Our mentors know what it's like. So if you're here, like I said in the beginning, you're not alone. Like this is honestly par for the course, like Alan said. Mm -hmm. Anytime your awareness is raised, you will question almost everything. And a lot of the almost everything you're going to question are going to be parts of you. And it's hard to sit with, but I think it's a great thing because it means you're making progress. I think it's really important for us to jump in here and explain what identity actually is really quickly. Um, I remember I wrote an article really early on in my journey, and I talk about this sometimes. Uh, it was I traded in the label, the self-label. It was called Identity and the Power of Self-Labels was the name of the article. It's on my LinkedIn. And... I traded in the label of alcoholic for the label of bodybuilder. Mm. So I'm not an alcoholic anymore. I am a bodybuilder. But what's interesting about that is that I had to realize that I had an alcohol problem 
because you'll never solve a problem you don't have you don't admit you have so the first step is admittance it's awareness it's awareness of self that i have the drinking problem and i already told kind of a story that illuminated that for me mm. ladies and gentlemen if you are watching this or listening to this it's obvious that you want to get to the next level of your life we can help you get there faster in three months from today your life can look completely different here's how group coaching here's what you're going to get so you're going to get bi-weekly calls with kevin and myself you're going to be on a team of 10 like-minded, growth-oriented individuals. You're also going to be in a WhatsApp chat with Kevin and I and the entire team, 24-7 access to chat. Also, you're going to get bi-weekly progress reports and peak performance tracking. Guys, this is a great opportunity for those who can't afford one-on-one -on -one coaching with Alan and myself. We have helped dozens and dozens of people get to the next level at this point. Go to nextleveluniverse.com, click group coaching, or find the link in the show notes. Talk to you soon. But then you get to change it. You get to change the label. Okay, I'm not going to be an alcoholic anymore. I'm going to be an athlete now. I'm going to be a bodybuilder now. And guess what? I chose bodybuilder on purpose because I knew that drinking alcohol was not aligned with that identity. So everything you are or aren't right now at one point was made up. Okay, um, if I were to show you a cross with Jesus on it, that's going to have a certain implication to you based on where you grew up. If you grew up in Jerusalem, that same symbol means something very different than if you grew up in Boston. It, everything is kind of that way. And so the first thing to understand about identity is it's moldable. It's changeable. I was ta taught early on from a very young age, I've said this many times, that I'm good at math and I'm not good at English. So naturally, I did more math and I stayed consistent with that identity. And then naturally, I got better at math, which made it true. I stayed away from English and naturally didn't get any better at English. And therefore, you know, it went to an engineering school and did mathematics. And now to this day, that's still a huge part of like my skill sets, my abilities. And so, whereas what if what if I was told I was good at English? I went to special needs. Um, I don't know if that's the proper term, special needs reading classes. And from that moment on, I was, I was basically imprinted with the identity that I'm not good at reading. Mm. When in reality, I'm excellent at reading now. I read books all the time. Yeah. I'm excellent at writing, I believe. And it's like, but at the time as a kid, I didn't know that. I just thought I was good at math. So what is identity? Identity is what you say, think, do, feel, and believe. And it's also what you don't say, think, do, feel, and believe. So if you've ever been guilty of saying, well, I'm shy, mm. or I'm outgoing, or I'm playful, or I'm loving, or I'm, I'm just kind of, I remember we have a, a mutual friend, and I won't name his name, but I remember at one point he said, honestly, I'm kind of a dick. And I remember thinking to myself, like, why are you labeling yourself that way? Um, and whether it's an Instagram handle, or it's just remember, like, your identity it's, in, it's affecting the way you behave. If you say to yourself, I'm a partier, that's a very different life than I'm, I'm all in on personal development. I am personal development. Those are two different lives. I've been both, okay? For sure. I'm a partier, used to be part of my identity. Not consciously, but subconsciously. Now I am personal development. See, the, those are two different lives. Everything I say and don't say, think and don't think, feel and don't feel, do and don't do, believe and don't believe are going to be different based on that one I am statement. So if you're out there right now, if you want to know what your identity is, ask yourself what you've told yourself. Mm -hmm. 
when Kevin and I get on coaching, we're really, the last call we did with group coaching was a deep and honest conversation. And one of them said, I'm not smart enough. One of them said, you know, well, I, I'm always looking look for what people are telling themselves about themselves because it's pigeonholing. If Kevin says, I am an unbelievably hard worker, that is, in my opinion, a positive identity. Mm. But what I know some people who say, I'm a procrastinator. Well, of course you are. You keep calling yourself one. Instead of, I want to overcome procrastination. And I think... I am overcoming procrastination. Exactly, exactly. So what you say to yourself is so, so, so important. And, And I guess just check in with... What is my identity and, and what are the implications of it? What do you identify as? I think that's a great question of like, if, if you want to know what your identity is, if I gave you a sheet of 75 things, shy, confident, arrogant, cocky, afraid, quiet, whatever, right. the things that you check off, that's your identity. It literally. Like that is who you think you are. Another, and it's interesting because if, okay, well, if you and I didn't know ourselves and each other so well, I feel like we know each other and ourselves pretty pretty darn well. Pretty well, yeah. Very grateful for that. But you might check off things that I would never check off about you. Let's do that real quick. Sure, yeah. We don't have a list in front of us. That's, okay. that's what um, we need. What's something that you would consider me? What would I consider you? I'd consider you a leader, a natural leader. I think you probably consider yourself that, though. Yeah, I would say so. Okay. Um, for you, and if you're out there listening, this is I want you to be thinking about you and your friends and your associations and what they would say about you. Because maybe they think something of you that you haven't owned yet. We, we have a pair of, we have clients that work together. Yeah. And I love working with them on the phone at the same time because they lift each other up so well. I know. Like one person will say like, oh, I'm not this. And the other person will be like, yeah, you are. I've seen you do this, this, this. It's beautiful. I know. Because they're actually rewiring the other person's identity with them. Shout out to Amy and Sharice. Shout out to Amy and Sharice. Yeah, I know who you were talking about because <laughs> they do that. It's great. It's amazing. Yeah. It's the best. And I always say, like, I love this. Like, I love that you guys are so supportive for one another. I would say for you, you have more self-discipline than almost anyone I've ever met. I appreciate that. So you're, like, unbelievably self-disciplined. I feel that. Which way. I think is very, very rare. I think that's the rarest quality on earth, actually, um, which is why I value it so much. That's the underdog thing, though. In, in me, it's like I was never the smart kid, but I could work harder, longer, and I'm not smarter, honestly. But well, that now, was now you're working smart. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah and, but again, the point of the exercise is to understand. Look, there are things that I see in Alan that Alan might not see in himself. What is one of those? And then I'll give you one. I don't know if there's any. <clears throat> I think you're very, very good at. Being non-judgmental. Oh, thanks, man. That's something. That's even huge. even when Emilia talk, Emilia and I talk on the phone. I always say like that's I'm very blessed to have a business partner, but also a friend like you because it's very easy to bring things up, and I don't know that you know how easy it is. I think I'm jaded sometimes. That's what I say, because it's easier to communicate with you than almost anybody else. Like Taryn and I communicate at a very high level, but it's e- I think it's a little bit easier. And again, I'm not in love with you, so I think <laughs> that probably has something to do with it. Right. But it, I think it's. It's less scary to communicate with you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. What's one... Yeah, say something, say something nice about me now. I will, I will. <laughs> um, I, yeah, well, I've told you this a million times. Um, maybe not a million times, but I think that you are way smarter than you think you are. I appreciate that. And I think it's frustrating at times for me to see you sell yourself short because you think you're not as smart because you're 
around someone who's smarter. Mm. And it's like, like with podcasting, for example. And again, if you're listening, this is actually about you guys and I want you to extrapolate as much as you can from this. But like, you know more about podcasting than almost anyone on earth, in my opinion. But you don't necessarily think that. Mm. So the way you operate, it's like if you had that identity, you'd lean into it more. Yeah. You know, and I and I, I almost want to like, you have been. Uh, I've been trying. Yeah. yeah. So that's an interesting thing, and I would say you have more self discipline than almost any human on that. that I've ever met. I think this is why you can borrow belief, and we got to go here in a minute. Yeah, we do. We'll, we'll go over. But I think this is why one of the reasons you can borrow belief. Right. If you spend time around somebody who believes in themselves, they can have that identity rub off onto you. Right. They can tell you through osmosis. They can show you. They can influence you without you even knowing they can get you to see yourself in a, in a new way that's very interesting oh that's so powerful which is better than uh, okay if you're out there listening then we'll go imagine there's someone who was mean to you and they said you suck you're the worst you're never going to accomplish that imagine the opposite think about the negative effects of mm-hmm. someone who says you suck you're never going to do that what if someone said oh my god of course you can do that right like amy i told her like if you want to be a multimillionaire, i can teach you how to do it genuinely like she's on the path she's just got to stay you got to stay for the next 20, 50, 20, 30, 40, 50 years and you'll be a millionaire, mm-hmm. genuinely. Um, but that's that got her to see herself as a millionaire, yeah. whereas she would never naturally, you know, it's interesting. I, mean, I am doing that. That's, you are. That's fire. You're that's instilling fire. belief. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are looking to have belief instilled in you. Oh, strong segue. I appreciate that. <laughs> One of the best ways ever, and this we've seen this across the board, is your community. Your community, the people that you surround yourself with, like we just said, are going to either, oh yeah, they're going to pour into you or they're going to take from you. And some people are taking from you and they don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Some people are taking from you and you don't even realize it. Then that's a, that's a painful thing. You don't even know that they're taking from you by accident. Right. If you're looking for a group of people who want to pour into you, who want to hear your wins, who want to support you in your losses, join Next Level Nation. It is in the show notes as always. But it's a place where you can be safe, you can be you, and you can get to the next level of your life, whatever that means to you, at your own pace, with no pressure. Literally the most supportive group I've ever seen in my entire life, filled with an amazing team and amazing individuals, and two all right, all right podcast host guys. Host guys, that's, podcast. That's us. Podcast that's Jeffs. Us. It's in the show notes. If you want to join, we'd love to have you. Nextleveluniverse.com as well. Uh, so real quick plug for book club, man. Po- you're going to plug the book club? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. It, that's man. cool. Hammer so it. every Saturday. You won't see me there. You won't see Kevin. You might see this me is there. J- Maybe. Potentially. You will see Taryn probably. You will probably see Taryn. So 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every single Saturday we are doing book club. The thing that I want to make clear to our listeners, and I realize this, that's why I'm plugging it, is you don't have to. You can jump in and out. If you miss the chapters before, I don't care. Like, jump in. All we do, it's, it's great books with big ideas with great people. And we got really vulnerable on the last one. There were tears flying. It was an honest, open conversation about really incredible ideas. So even if you didn't read the chapter, you can still join in. Some people, two people, literally just listened in. We had like 12. Mm-hmm. And two of them just listened in and stayed muted. Participation is not required. Just Just come. And uh, dip your toe in. Dip your toe in. It's a, again, we. I think one of the things I love about us is we give our amazing NLU family so many opportunities to get out of their comfort zone. Mm. If that maybe that's the barrier for you, just hey, I'm going to jump on Zoom with no mic and no camera. I'm just going to see what this is all about. One of the ways to build confidence, the one of the ways to change your identity is to get out of your comfort zone. That's one reason we try to give you guys as many opportunities to do that as humanly possible. Would you believe episode the next one on Fridays, episode number six hundred. Six hundred. Would you believe that? Holy crap. We're going to talk about balancing your goals 
and your relationships. Not only your friend and peer group, but also your intimate relationships as well. We got some good stories for that. Ladies and gentlemen, we love you. We appreciate you. I'll do a, a big love session at the end of episode number 600. But as always, we couldn't do it without you. We have fans. We don't have fans. We have family. <laughs> <laughs> Strong work. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. One podcast episode can change your life forever. If you got value from this episode, please share it with someone you care about deeply. And we will talk to you on the next one.